1: Welcome, everybody, back to the Believe in NXT podcast. You know the voice, you know what it is. It's the podcast Tag Team Champions of the World. Of course, it's me, Jacob DeLawrence, and I got my tag partner, Mr. Cedric Welton. We're here. We're coming with a little something special today. We're going to talk mania because, you know, it's too big for one night. You got the NXT women's title being defended. You're quarantined at home, we're semi quarantined. We all need something to do because you can only watch so much Netflix and play so many video games. So, hey, we're going to make your little stay-at-home a little more easier and give you something to listen to, make the time pass by. And speaking of making time pass, you you good over there, said? Have you moved out that spot yet?
0: Still here. Still here. <laughs> Managed to move to different parts of the room and the and the home, you know, but we're still here. And we knew we were going to come back one day later and give you this heat. Uh, like Jacob said, WrestleMania this year, and I'm going to have air quotes in my hand, is too big for just one night. Um. So we have to sit through hours of mania back-to-back with no arena – or sorry, no attendance in the arena. So that's going to be interesting enough. And we got some uh, – a pretty long card, 14 matches. They might move up to 15. Um, so there's a lot to discuss, and we've got to talk about where things are going to face, place in the card, give you some predictions on how we think things are going to shake out. And, yeah, and throw some slander in here. <laughs> Definitely got some slander.
1: Uh, it wouldn't be us without slander, right? Right, right. But before we get into that, I just want to make sure everybody knows, make sure you follow us on Twitter at underscore J Della at said underscore says. And of course, make sure you follow Believe at Believe Podcast. You know, they're the number one podcast network for professionals for a reason. Because despite all of us being quarantined that work for Believe, we are still out here pushing content for you guys no matter what, all of these sport heavy podcasts still come in with content because we care about you. That's why we're the best, it's because we care about you, the listener. So if you need something new to listen to, go to believe.com, click on shows. We're at 245 and growing. There's something in there for you. One of my personal favorites is the Charity Strike podcast. The guys are having fun over there. They've been breaking down a bunch of stuff. We got to keep things light. We're trying to keep everybody in good spirits. So hey, believe.com shows, find something help make yourself imposed or your mandatory imposed quarantine go by just a little bit easier. Now let's see here. We got WrestleMania 14, maybe 15, 16 matches. And allegedly a few of these matches are going to be changed in the coming week, but we're going to roll with what WWE has announced. If there's a match that's going to be changed, we'll make mention of it. Where do you want to start with this? You want to get trash out the way first? Yeah, let's let's let's. I don't want to call it garbage, but let's let's take that out. Oh, so you want to get the mid out first because the mid apparently ain't selling. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right, so no better place to start than Elias versus Corbin, right? Yeah, so we got a
0: little angle on last night's SmackDown, which uh, W Twitter posted a picture. Our or maybe it was a Baron Corbin of him being thrown off that little platform and the performance center saying "Long Live the King." Um. This is a feud that kind of came out of nowhere um, with Elias just prodding at Baron Corbin ever since Corbin's been done with Roman Reigns uh, from that long-standing feud he had with the big dog. So, and honestly, Elias hasn't had much action since he's returned, has he?
1: No, he really hasn't, which is kind of weird, but also he kind of came back at a weird spot because you had the rumble. He had his little spot in there. And then it was like, all right, you're kind of in no man's land right now. Right, right. And then we Corona kind of hit. For you. Yeah, and then Corona hit it's just like, well, nah, we really ain't got nothing for you.
0: Hey, So, I mean, at least with uh, with this, he's able to kind of get some spotlight because, I mean, unless something's changed, Corbin is still one of the best heels in the company, if not the best.
1: Oh, he is one of the best. He's also just incredibly annoying, as all hell. And I'm really tired of seeing Corbin on my TV looking like a server at Olive Garden without the t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he got the king of the ring gimmick, and it ain't really done much. It's just, he's Baron Corbin. It is what it is. He's got Money better in the, the Bank ring.
0: winner, Baron
1: Corbin. Who also took a L when he tried to cash in. Him and um doop 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 doop. Aaron Stevens. Uh, what was his name? What was his name? What was his WWE name? Um, Sandow. Yep, Damian Sandow. Who should have won? They dropped the ball horribly bad with Sandow because he could have had a hell of a run with the title. I I agree. But we're I not agree. getting into we're not getting into that sidebar today.
0: Not going to do it. So let's let's make a quick prediction so we can get on to some of the um the matches were more on the line. Elias or Corbin, who you taking?
1: Yeah, Corbin because he needs a win just to make him credible as a heel, and they somehow keep protecting End of Days, so he hits it in the days and we go home.
0: So I'm going to say, since you pick Corbin, I'll say Elias because you had that mix up with um, Elias, Mojo, and Gronk, and I feel like this is going to be some way. For Gronk to step outside of the hosting role into this match somehow and pick a pick Elias up a cheap win at Mania early in the card. So I, I think Elias pulls that one out somehow.
1: Okay, I can see that. Nope, no no argument here on that one. But yeah. Either way, I really don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah, just one of those matches that's kinda just there.
1: Yeah, you always have those on Mania, so it is what it is.
0: So what what else we got? Um what other type of spring cleaning we got to do before we get to the heavy hitters?
1: Oh, uh, we have Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Ah, and I wish I, I wish I wish I wish this was not one of those things. It's like, all right,
0: we got to get rid of this because Alistair Black should be in a better standing role on Mania, considering like the the run he's had as of late. But we got him going against Bobby Lashley at a match nobody saw coming. Um, Literally no build. And this is on the (laughs) heels of us them force-feeding us, Rusev and Bobby Lashley, for months. Um, Lana hasn't been on TV with Bobby because she's out filming movies. We have no idea where Rusev is or if they're still going to tee that thing up. This is one of those matches where it's like, I I don't know what they're trying to accomplish other than to give Aleister Black another – another notch in his cap, you know? So I'm going to say Alistair Black wins this. Um, I I expect it to be a decent match. I expect Bobby Lashley to kind of overpower Alistair for a good portion of the match until Alistair gets in his bag and
1: hits Black Mass. All right, so here's the thing about this matchup. Lashley, apparently, they self-quarantined Lashley because he was in South Africa doing promo work in regards to an event that was canceled. So when he came back stateside, they are like, screw it. Go sit at home for two weeks. <clears throat> Lana was all filming a movie, like you said. Movie got shut down. Lana was able to come back. Lashley was tested and came back free and clear. And they're like, all right, cool. We got to do something with this. And then Alistair Black, they're like, all right, we got to do something with Aleister. All right, screw it. We'll throw him in a match. That's what we have. And the whole Rusev thing, I think Rusev is done with the company. Because his contract is set to expire. They probably tax some time on when he was injured. But it came down to, like, I think either money or a creative issue. And they were just like, screw it, we'll go send you home. Even though the man's been over in every spot they've put Rusev in. Sticking right, the right. tuck angle. Main event of Raw. Doing millions on social media. So I, I don't get it, but that's what Rusev is. So, you throw two people together, and what's funny is I'm looking at WWE.com and the official preview for the match. It goes, two superstars looking for a fight, a rivalry nobody saw coming. While the two have had little to no interaction of late, they make perfect sense as opponents. Black has made it clear he's no longer waiting for fights to come to him. Likewise, likewise Lashley has reintroduced himself in a major way, transforming from, white he's still in Casanova, to human wrecking machine in a matter of weeks. Get the entire hell out of here. <laughs> like I'm done. Like wife still in Casanova to human wrecking machine. So I was gonna let you cook for a minute,
0: but um I was almost floored when you said wife still in Casanova.
1: And so that's on
0: I. WWE.com.
1: Yes, it is on their website in the official match preview. Wow. Wow.
0: Shame that man who or woman who ever wrote that. Wife still in Casanova. Are you
1: kidding me? I didn't. <laughs> I literally didn't believe it. I had to go look at the preview because I was like, let's see how they justify this.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wife still in Casanova, Mr. Bobby Lashley. So I wonder how long they're going to run with that whole I, you know what? You know what? I'm not even going to slander. Nope. Nope. I hope that the announcers at ringside start calling Bobby Lashley, Casanova. Just call him Casanova Bobby, Casanova Lash. I, I hope that becomes a thing.
1: Bobby Casanova.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I for the life of me, I will start a trend on Twitter and make that a hashtag. Um, if that gets Bobby Lashley over, like I, I'm, I'm here for it because that, wow. So here, and this has nothing to do with the match. I already made my prediction, but (laughs) the wife's still in Casanova angle. And assuming everything you said about Rusev comes to pass, he leaves the company. We know Rusev and Lana are real life husband and wife.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So if he leaves the company, does Lana stay or does Lana follow? Because Lana is popular enough to, have a career in modeling and acting, which she's already done uh, before coming to WWE. Her profile is just is just bigger now. They're not using Lana in a capacity of wrestling like she wanted to do for so long. She was trying to prove herself for a while, so she can easily go to another company. I don't look at this as the same scenario as Moxley and Renee had, where Renee is an announcer and things like that. Like I, I can see Lana actually leaving as well. Now, how would that bode for Bobby Lashley with this whole angle they've invested so much time in?
1: I think Lana re-upped like a year or so ago, if I'm not mistaken. So I think she's locked in for a little bit. But, yeah, if Lana left with with um Rusev, I don't think it hurts Lashley because then you can just go and just make Lashley literally a – hold on, let me get his exact – quote, a human wrecking machine. You can make him an actual human wrecking machine and just let him go nerf everybody. Like, build him back into a monster heel. We can finally get that Brock-Lashley match at SummerSlam if you do this right. Because it'll give you a good three-month build. And hey, there you go.
0: And that's... who Wrecking machine and... Wife still in Casanova in the same sentence as Bobby Lashley. Twenty twenty something else.
1: Man. Like <laughs> Bobby Casanova. I need it on a shirt. Yeah, might as well. Let's go ahead and
0: milk that whole thing.
1: And looks like a mister Anthony Benigo. Big wrote the article because it has his name <laughs> at the bottom of it.
0: Man, that's different, man. That's real different.
1: Who you are you picking? Um, yeah, it's Alistair Black. Yeah. Like, Lashley whoops his ass and he gets cocky and catches a black mass out of nowhere. One, two, three, let's go home.
0: Right. I can't see it happening the other way.
1: Yeah, like, I would love for Lashley to win, just so you can kind of get Lashley built back up, but there's no build. Alistair Black is hot. There are talks of having him win the Rumble, so I don't see why you have him take a L in a match that appeared out of thin air.
0: Yeah, like literally a match that means nothing.
1: Like nothing at all. And let's see. I think well, nope, we got one more match that we can consider mid which is the Raw tag team titles. We got the Street Profits, who are set to currently face Andrade and Angel Garza. I say currently because there are reports that Andrade had to be replaced in the match. So I'm just going to leave it at that because we don't want to spoil Mania because I'm going to sit through and watch it for two nights. So, Yeah. This is a match that came out of nowhere, but at least you put some build to it in time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I The Mexican Coalition, I would say would win, but I feel like the profits keep it. Hopefully you find some way to rehabilitate the tag division overall because one half of AOP is injured, so that means the other one is off TV again. I don't need Seth and Murphy let them go and cause some other chaos. You, try to rebuild the Viking Raiders or whatever the hell they're called now. Um, who else is a tag team? Lucha House Party. I, I don't know, man. The tag division is kind of trash.
0: Yeah, it's kind of tough. Um, and as much as WWE hates tag team wrestling, I mean, there's no attendance in the arena, but I I feel confident in saying that the street profits are finally over with the crowd. So I think it's too early to pull on their momentum there, even though I know that this faction they've built between Vega andrade and Garza is like red hot. I know they're really trying to push that forward. Um, really, I don't want to, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see more single stars as a tag team. So I'm really picking from my heart when I say the Street Profits. Um, but I can totally see the opposite happening unfortunately I can totally stop it happening. <laughs> Cause I think also that takes the street profits out of the, um, what are we calling Seth and his group
1: these days? They haven't made a, made a official name yet. No, they just call them the Messiah and his disciples. So CrossFit Jesus and the three disciples. I'm going to call them architects of pain. So, <clears> Hmm. <throat> Okay, I'm just going to let you have that. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, so and that takes the street profits out of that feud effectively because I think they were only thrown in because Samoa Joe um, got the suspension.
1: Yeah, and Joe is uh cleared to return back to action now.
0: Right, so we'll be fine there.
1: Yeah, and... Here's my problem with this. Assuming Andrade is healthy for the match, can we stop with the throwing the Mexicans with the Mexicans, the Blacks with the Blacks, the Japanese with the Japanese? Actually, I take that back. The Asians with the Asians, because we don't care if you're Japanese or Chinese. If you're Asian, you're Asian. And Vince's book, right?
0: That's some then, variance in the tag teams a little bit.
1: Yeah, and then for everybody else that's a foreigner, we just make a league of nations. Yep, that's that's exactly what we're doing. Like, can we stop Vince? Can we get some actual tag teams and actually give a damn about them? Because you're about to lose one of the top five tag teams in the business in the revival.
0: It may not feel like that hits right now, but when they're off uh,
1: getting those pops with another company, it's going to hit. Yeah, like you can only run Uso New Day so many times. Yeah,
0: and I mean, and not that I would be mad at seeing it because it's money all the time, every time they do it. But you gotta have, you gotta have some some parity in your division. You gotta have other tag teams built up. Luckily, they're doing something with heavy machinery right now. But the raw tag team division,
1: man, uh, has nothing.
0: Anderson and Gallows, AOP
1: Street Profits. Um, yeah, AOP's hurt. Anderson and Gallows are back to being lackeys. Like I really wish. By by the end of the year, they need to find a way to get the WWE title on AJ Styles and have Anderson Gallows hold the Raw Tag titles and make them the monsters that they were in Japan. Or at least have Styles in title contention because I don't think you want to pull the plug on Drew's title run too early. Yeah, I agree. Like... Let's look at the Raw Tech Division real quick. ALP, Profits. Um, Who else? Who else? Who else? Hawkins and Ryder. You have the Edgeheads, the Viking Raiders, Um, the club, Dulce. <laughs> Seth and Murphy. That's five. You have five tag teams. Five. That's it. And one is hurt. (laughs) Man. (laughs) And one is used to put people over in the form of the edge. So you got three tag teams, really. Changes everything. Although they're trying. I think they're going to make Cedric and Ricochet a thing. Seems like it. They work pretty well together. I mean, I guess you got nothing else to do. So why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, you've kind of. You buried Ricochet enough to where he shaved his beard. So I mean, ooh,
1: ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh man, that's so bad too. Like, ooh. you could tell he was growing that beard for a while because that part of his face is white. <laughs> oh man, like it ain't seen sun in years. Man, that's <sighs> crazy. <clears throat> Oh, Ricochet. It was all good, and then you got nerfed by Brock. Like, even Kofi recovered. <laughs> like, Kofi didn't even really falter. Ricochet just fell all the way down. Yeah, Kofi was in the title picture, like, the next week. Yeah, the the like, Kofi was like, like, that's cool. I'm going to go
0: get these tag titles real quick. Like, he just fell, land, landed gracefully, if you would. Yep. As fans, we hated it, but he landed somewhere, you know.
1: He yep. wasn't completely just gone. That's true. So all right, I think that is the bulk of the mid. Well, no, there's one last piece of mid, which is teetering on mid and just good. The SmackDown Women's Championship five way elimination match, which which makes it fun now because it doesn't end on a fluke pin. We gotta get all four other people out the match. You got Bailey defending against Sasha, Lacey Evans, Tamina, and Naomi. What you got?
0: Uh, I hate to call this this match mid. Um, I really... And by the way, you said you're, you're picking the profits, right? Just to clarify?
1: Yes, I am taking the Street Profits because why else would you take the titles off them?
0: Okay. I'm picking... My heart's picking the Street Profits as well, but I totally understand if they put titles on Garza and Andrade because, I mean, they're both money in the ring and we hate tag teams in WWE. So I get that too. Um, and I know we talked about Otis versus Mattia a little bit. We're not going to give a prediction there.
1: Uh, yeah, we go ahead and get to that real quick.
0: Okay. So they've actually spent time on this feud since Valentine's day. So it's for a while. It's February 14th. Um, Dolph Ziggler kind of weaseled his way in, went on a date with Otis's date on Valentine's day, which is a very shady move. Uh, I'm one that had a very tumultuous Valentine's Day in 2020 <laughs> so I know how that feels. Right there with you man. Um, yeah. 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 Very bad day. Thought it was going to be a good day. Bad day. So I understand all Otis is paying. So I think fans are actually waiting for this to boil to a head and I actually in the midst of all this entire feud I actually feel bad for Tucker. He is kind of the lost man here cuz fans are clearly behind Otis and we we clearly see that that uh that solo pool that I, that I love so much. He's going to go solo. Like, like Ice Cube on NWA, like Cisco or Drew Hill. Otis going to go solo, be a bigger star. And that is frustrating for me because I got love for Tuck because he's a sun devil. And I ride for my sun devils.
1: Nah, I don't see the, I don't see them going solo. I see them staying together, but Otis getting the bulk of the shine. In time, in time. They, they
0: teeing that thing up. But um, here's the thing about Otis versus Dolph Ziggler in a physical match. Is Dolph Ziggler a great wrestler? Yes. Can he put on a great match with anybody in the company? Absolutely. He's, abs- he, he's kind of in that Chris Jericho mode right now where you kind of use him to get over other guys. He's always going to be money with his work. And they let him do all his um, other outside endeavors, including comedy, tours, things like that. Dolph Ziggler don't need that win. I don't even think Dolph Ziggler is in the company to get wins anymore at this point. He's kind of that player coach, if you would. So there's no way Otis doesn't win this match unless you have some shenanigans where uh, Mandy Rose goes full heel and says, I can never like a guy like Otis and kicks him in the groin so Dolph can win. So I, if that match does come to pass, I'll be the cheesy one and pick Otis uh, just because Dolph don't need it. And I'm a huge Dolph fan. You don't need it.
1: You're right. Dolph doesn't need it. And you're right. Dolph isn't here to put over. Um, I'm sorry. Dolph isn't here to get wins. So, yeah, Otis probably wins. And you sitting here saying this is Dirty Mackin. The first thing that came to my mind was LL Cool J's Hey Lover. Man. You want to talk about Dirty it, Mackin. Yeah.
0: If our, if our audience is too young to know what L.A. Cool, L cool J. Hey Lover is, man, go go listen to the lyrics.
1: Go listen to it. 101.
0: Listen to them lyrics. Matter of fact, I might just, 280 characters, I might just put them up on Twitter. Tweet <laughs> by tweet. That's what Dolph Ziggler was doing. That That's hands where I'm from. You don't do that. You don't do that, man. Literally jumped in the picture where this man was out here trying to get his romance on.
1: Oh, man.
0: And you know, you know what the crazy thing about this is? And you can't really tell because we're in an era where there's no audience in attendance, but I see the, I see the cries on Twitter, so I understand. <laughs> the fans on Twitter are definitely like, oh, poor Otis this, poor Otis that. I can't even tell if this has gotten Dolph Ziggler nuclear heat or not.
1: I feel like Dolph is the type of person where he's been around so long, he's almost Teflon to heat.
0: Because we gonna, cause he puts on great matches, unfortunately. like So we're going to love Dolph. And I feel like fans have always resonated with Dolph ever since he cashed in Money in the Bank. So, like, that's – as a fan, like, that's their baby. It's like they always hold on to that moment. Even though we we know he's not going to climb back to that mountaintop, it's like, oh, we still had that. It was still a fun while it lasted type of thing. Because, like, something like this, like, for, let's, let's – let's, just scrap all the cucking angles we've been thrown at in Jesus. 2020, all of them. Let's just throw all those in the garbage. Look at this 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 like this like uh, this little slide in angle that he did, man. That's money. That's a money angle right there. That that deserves that Cameron Grimes type heat. And and Dolph Ziggler ain't getting it.
1: Yeah, this ain't really a cuck. This is just some grade A dirty mackin'. And I ain't even mad at it.
0: <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I mean, if the match does happen at Mania, because the challenge is already laid out, yeah, I, I got to know man. And I hope it sucks that there's not going to be a live crowd to see. Because this is the type of match that, um, whether you consider it mid or not, a live crowd would actually be behind.
1: Oh, yeah, Definitely. And here's a here's a proposal. You talk about um, Otis going solo, right? Yep. What if Tucker just turns on him? It's like screw it. Feels jealous. What if Tucker just lays both of them out and then takes Mandy in the ultimate dirty Mac move? Hmm. That'd be interesting. Like peak <laughs> Trey songs, I stole peak Mister Steal Your Girl. Okay.
0: I mean, there's so many ways they can like spin this thing, man. Like this, it's like you almost don't want this match to get lost in the the gluttony that is WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, which I feel like this match has to open. Well, no, this match has to be like second or third on whatever night it's on. Because you want to get it in early, where people still care for it.
0: And man, like if yeah, you had right a that. crowd,
1: like if you had the crowd there, then yeah, you definitely want this early so it doesn't get lost in the sauce. Yeah,
0: I feel
1: that too. Let's see here. Yeah, we got
0: Otis, man. Now, yeah, now I mean, we can. Now, now I feel like that's fair game. Now we can talk about the SmackDown Women's Championship that just got thrown together at the very last minute with some of the. Some of the women on the SmackDown roster we can actually name <laughs> um, is what I'll say because that sounds nicer. Uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Lacey Evans, Tamina, and
1: a gauntlet match is what they're calling it. A uh, five-way elimination match. So it's all five women at the same time, pin until there's one woman left standing.
0: Good. Okay. Actually, that actually makes more sense. If it was Bailey running the gauntlet. Then you have that that weird chance that they're trying to force down her throats that Bailey is going to have to beat Sasha, which is such a lame thing to me, even though people love it. Um, uh, how funny would it be if Tamina just went full Shayna Baszler here and took out like everybody in the first <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first ten minutes, <laughs> and it was just like down to her and Bailey. I'd enjoy it, and I'd pop and laugh my ass off on my couch.
0: All right. I'm going to break this down one by one. We're getting Lacey Evans out of here first.
1: Nah. Nah. I wish, but nah.
0: I I, I will hear your retort. <laughs> tell me who's getting out of here first.
1: Um, I'll tell you why Lacey's not getting out of here first. Go ahead. And it's three simple words. Vince loves blondes. I'm listening. That's it. I- I'm That's-
0: listening, and I still disagree.
1: That's my whole retort. Vince loves blondes. Lacey Evans has been shoved down our throat for almost a year and a half now, going back to that mid-ass feud that her and Corbin had against Seth and Becky. They've turned her baby face somehow, and she is completely trash as a baby face. So... Yeah, they're going to keep this Lacey Evans experiment going. Lacey isn't getting out of here first. Also, Lacey's not getting out of here first because you have Tamina in the match.
0: And you're and and before we got on the air, you literally saw what they did with Tamina on Friday Night SmackDown. So what makes you think the the monster, the human wrecking ball of this match is getting out of here
1: first? Look, I love Tamina. I stand for Tamina. They also need to change Tamina's look because you ever seen her like on social media, like her Instagram or anything?
0: Oh, I can't say I have.
1: She looks like a completely different woman. It's like she'll pop up on Nia Jax and she looks completely different. She looks less like a wild Samoan that they're painting her as and more as a normal woman. And. The old adage of "If you get over on the go home show, you are likely to take a l at the pay per view is what I'm sticking to, and also they just don't care about Tamina like she's been around forever. she's the daughter of Superfly, she's in that Samoan dynasty, so she's money, she's always going to have a job, they're never going to release her she, If you need a heater, you can easily call on Tamina neat muscle she plays she's the utility player. She'll get her stuff in, but I feel like she's going to be the first one out. Okay, so you
0: have your argument for that, and I feel like Lacey getting out of here first. I, I, I want to say I know how. I, I'm just going to say Sasha Banks is a superior wrestler, and she gets Lacey out of here somehow first. That's what I'm feeling. Um, whether how we look at the next two, I feel like it'll be Tamina next. Somehow Sasha will get out of there. I feel like we're going to end up with Bailey versus Naomi again, because that's we had a super showdown. But I feel like Sasha's gonna help Bailey retain at that point. And Bayley's gonna walk out of there the SmackDown Women's Champion still.
1: So this is how I see this match going. Let's say you get Tamina out of there and then you get you get um Naomi. Let's say Sasha gets Naomi out. And then Sasha and Bailey are beating down Lacey Evans. And somehow Sasha and Bailey have a little miscue. Lacey rolls up Sasha. One, two, three. Sasha's out of here. You come down to Bailey. Lacey Evans. And at this point, I'm praying you do the right thing and you have Bailey win. So that's my pick. That's just how I okay. see it going. But you think
0: <clears throat> you think bottom two is gonna be uh Bailey and Evans then
1: they keep pushing Bailey. I mean they keep pushing Lacey Evans so it's too much for them to not put her in the bottle in the final two and then you had a little mishap between Sasha and Bailey. you kind of plant the seeds you saw it on Smackdown this week with the little tease where Sasha like hesitated to answer before Lacey interrupted it, so
0: yeah I mean they keep planting those teasers, but I just I don't I'm not buying into them too much I don't think there'll be any dissension between Sasha and, and Bailey. Um, it's just unnecessary. It's, it's, and it's, and for me, it's unnecessary unless you're going to have Sasha go babyface again, which we already, we, we way too far gone past doing that. <laughs> That's, that. That ship has sailed. She got blue hair, got new music from Snoop. That, that ship has sailed. Same with Bailey. Haircut, different clothes. Form-fitted clothes, by the way. <laughs> um, and that ship is still, too. You can't have Bailey go back to being a babyface either. That that little – the hugger gimmick is effectively dead. Thank God. I, I mean, I love the hugger gimmick. Um, Man, look, can we be honest?
1: That ship was getting a little stale.
0: It was getting stale, but it's only – it's like you have a chance to make Bailey your John Cena. It's like you should have just rolled with that because it's, this heel turn – And I'm going to say this because we've been talking about this a long time. You want to talk about having some mid in the catalog? This is mid. (laughs) (laughs) This is bad. This is a, like, yes, she is the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion at this point. She has the record. But this is such a forgettable heel term because she hasn't had any real opposition. And. It hasn't really gotten over. It's kinda of like it's there. When in reality, this should um this hill turn should be just as big, if not big, as uh as the run that Becky is having. It's like Bailey Turn Hill. We should be swooning over that, but we're not.
1: Yeah, but you also paired her with Lacey Evans. Like I hear your argument, and for the most part, I agree with you. But the thing is, with a heel turn, you need the right dance partner to get it over. Lacey yeah. Evans ain't the right person. Like if Bailey turned heel, and Naomi was available, and you had Bailey Naomi, as soon as Bailey turned heel for like a good two three months, then yes, no. Would that not be perfect and make this hill turn significantly different?
0: Yeah, it would. It's just it's just been so. I don't want to say poorly orchestrated. They were working with what they got,
1: and they and ain't you got know what? Why, why? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just say they ain't got much because I'm looking at the roster right now for SmackDown for the women. You have Alexa Bliss. Nikki Cross, they're doing tag team work right now, so you take them out the equation. Carmella can't stop fat shaming people, apparently, allegedly.
0: Let's talk about that because that's where I was going. It's like, <laughs> Go right why, ahead. Why, why the hell is Dana Brooke and Carmella not in this match? Because I think Mella is getting back to her glory day of the Mela is money, you know. I mean, inside of the babyface, I mean, I can buy a Mella and Bailey feud for a while, I can buy that just because Alexa bliss is doing tag team duty. And I think it's more so because they're protecting her from getting yeah, she's hurt again.
1: Concussion prone.
0: Yeah. She's uh she's Daniel Ryan. I was going to say that, some about
1: Joe, but yeah,
0: I don't mean that in a work capacity, but yeah, they're protecting her. Um, which is smart because if not, Alexa would be smack dab in the middle of that bit, this Bailey stuff because she can carry the mic work. You kind of need that. Um, But I didn't see the news of the fat shaming. So if you can shed some light on that. What did Carmella do to not be put on Mania?
1: I haven't seen it myself, but I'm going to go look it up real quick because I heard and saw rounds of it. So let's see here. Let's see what a quick little Google pulls up. As far as why Dana Brooke is in here, she is quarantined.
0: Okay, I did, I think we did talk about that off there. She's quarantined, so she, just for the safety of the superstars, um, yep. she'll be out.
1: Her and Rey Mysterio are quarantined as preventive measures because they were traveling and something, something, so yeah. It's the let's play it safe approach. Okay. As far as Carmella... I don't know. That's what I heard. I haven't seen anything, so I'm assuming she wiped it clean real quick. Mm, Okay.
0: Yeah, and I I was looking for it, too, when people are talking about it, but you know what's on the internet. It's never gone.
1: Right. I'm sure somebody has a screen cap for it. Uh, Let's see here. Let's check one of these sites and see. Apparently, Carmella is taking the approach that several other stars are taking and is deciding to sit this out because of Corona, which is why we haven't seen Corey Graves
0: good point I actually did not notice that Corey Graves was gone
1: oh it's been a lot quieter yeah I did not notice that so let's go with that over the fat shaming because I can't find anything to necessarily pair that with that so we'll just say Carmelo went to play the safety side here not risk it so I mean even if it's not true a good thing to run with
0: <laughs> but i mean the consensus seems here that we both think that bailey's coming out unscathed in this match right
1: yep and if she loses they'll put it on lacey evans because why not
0: i'll throw you a curveball here
1: mm-hmm. i'm listening because it's mania right right
0: and mania is for moments right like su- big returns surprises Old stars coming back. You might see The Rock or you might see a old like some of these Hall of Famers.
1: Do we think Paige is clear to wrestle behind the scenes? You know, I was thinking about that. Because you have Daniel Bryan back. <coughs> I think, well, actually, you have Edge back. That's the thing that really has people thinking Paige can come back. Right. I right. I don't know. I feel like it's been it's too soon.
0: 'Cause like what was her inclusion? Like what what did it, what sense did it make to say, oh, Paige is gonna announce this women's match? Like like who cares?
1: Because there's she, no general
0: managers anymore.
1: Say, she used to be the GM, she's like the face of women for SmackDown. She's technically still on the SmackDown roster. So how
0: and let's let's suspend our belief here. All right. How interesting would it be? If Bailey wins somehow, or they announced a six member of the match, because originally it was supposed to be six, Mm -hmm. and Paige includes herself and in her music hits. Okay. Like, I'd probably pop really hard for that, despite, and of course, that there's no audience there for the shock value, but I mean, I think it's very possible. I know she had some type of surgery as of late, her second surgery. So I know she's definitely taking care of it. She's very young still, still in her 20s. So it's very likely that she could still compete at some point. It took Edge nine years.
1: Yeah. But she...
0: Edge is like 43.
1: Oh, no. I'm, Edge 50. Edge is almost 50. Yeah, he's damn near 50. Yeah, I forgot about that. So yeah. He's, like, damn near 50 with two kids. And yeah. You know what else?
0: Um, we didn't get this any love either because we talked about Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross and possibly the Kabuki Warriors defending against them Mad Mania. What happened to defending against Beth Phoenix and uh, Natty? That should have totally been a thing.
1: Well, I think they didn't want to waste Beth Phoenix on a closed set with no audience is what I've seen is that they were all for it. And they are like, ah, oh, shit, Corona, let's just kind of sit this one out and save it for a moment where it's bigger. That would be money right there. And you Beth also definitely saw Beth. Post push. You saw Beth, what, two years, a year ago at Mania with Natty. Yeah, it was New York, New York last year. So yeah, we saw this a year ago. Okay. So, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, How about this? Let's say Nia Jax comes back and they make it six. I think she would have to win then. I was going to say, in that case, I'll put my money on big Five.
0: <clears throat> if Nia makes a surprising return like that, and especially with um, the history, surgery history she's had, and overcoming that type of injury, I think she has to win. And I think that's a good person to put on a belt post post Bailey as well to kind of carry it for a while, kind of play that domineering role uh, for a little bit. So yeah, I'd be I'd be here for that. Oh, yeah.
1: I'd pop so hard
0: for that. Yeah, you know it's you know funny and. <laughs> This was one of the matches we considered mid, and look how much time we're spending on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I said it was on that line where it could be mid, it could not be mid.
0: Okay, I'm just, I'm just pointing it out. Like we're spending a lot of time on this match, so it's probably, probably not going to be a bad match. I mean, I'm just saying it's probably going to be a cool match because it has had the element of surprise, like we're talking about with Paige, and and now even throwing Nia Jackson. But even at that, like I, I mean, <sighs> Sasha and Bailey have been dominant since uh, finally embracing their friendship. And I don't think there's going to be any dissension. If anything, they need to go back and get the tag team titles too because it was much more entertaining when they had them on the belt just because we're not doing anything
1: with the Kabuki Warriors. Basically. I mean, we talk about it being mid, but three of the five women are solid workers and the fourth one in um, Tamina can kind of go in her own right in a different way. So it'll be a quality match. It's just dear guy don't focus on Lacey Evans that much. Right, right, right.
0: Okay. So since we went over that title, we both got Bailey. Um, I guess the next in line, uh, you know what? I'm not going to do that to my boys. Let's talk about this IC title match.
1: <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go, but you know, we'll just leave it be IC title. I- this is gonna be a banger. If you give this 10, 15 minutes, it's going to be a banger. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, and this is only if they let Sami Zayn actually work the match instead of play the cowardly role, because Sami Zayn is one of the best performers in the company, Yeah, and he's been stuck in this role for, oh, my God, it seems forever. He finally got his first title, which is amazing. I guess the only thing here in the midst of this new Daniel Bryan gimmick, which I'm, I, I kind of like this little put, put people over tour that Daniel Bryan is doing, but I also – Miss like the this the meat shaming, calling Planet. People fickle, uh I miss the hemp title. I missed miss that day, O'Brien, because it was so damn good. It was so damn good to see. Even if he wasn't in a main event role, it's like that was money. That was money, just seeing him just 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 shit on people for their for their health <laughs> choices, man. It's like You wouldn't think that a gimmick like that could get over telling some telling people, I remember he said Seth Rollins supports air pollution because he chooses to burn it down. That was gold. (laughs) That whole damn run was gold. And now he just seems like, um, Gohan training with Goku for, for (laughs) like the ultimate fight or something, which is, uh, I'm going to let it grow on me. It's interesting, you know? Um, I don't know why Drew Gulak would be the sensei here instead of Daniel Bryan teaching Gulak the ropes, but I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna focus on that. <laughs> but as because. far as um, <laughs> I guess as far as this match, it'll bang. Uh, obviously, Zayn will have Cesaro and Nakamura in his corner. Um, I don't think Zayn loses. I think this is another. Step and seeing Daniel Bryan putting people over. And Sami Zayn is somebody who desperately needs it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And like you said, if they let Sammy wrestle and you keep Cesaro and Nakamura out of the match, it's gonna be a banger. Cause yeah. Sammy can go. And I'm still surprised that this is Sammy's first title win. Yeah, since jumping to the
0: main roster, like what, five years? Five years, some change, give or take, yeah.
1: So like, that's something, yeah. And Brian started this whole tour of pitting people over last year with Kofi because I feel like it was gonna be um, Mustafa Ali, but he got concussed. Kofi got the spot. We all know what happened. Brian was one of the biggest supporters of giving Kofi the title, so he's been on this run. Although I do enjoy the Hill Captain Planet. I kind of miss it, like you said. But yeah, we're going to keep the title on Sammy, let this go a little bit longer. It's going to be a good match. This feud can continue for all I care because it's good. So far, I'm enjoying Gulak. Him and Brian really look like they could be real, like, brothers. So mm-hmm. why not, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is, this is actually one of the bright spots on the card that wherever it's at, if it's a cool down or whatever, it's like, all right, we're going to get some good work out of this at the very least.
1: Speaking of good work, I'm watching WrestleMania 26, 25. The one that was in Orlando with Flair and Michaels, 24, 24. Okay. Yeah, 24. The the uh, I'm Sorry, I Love You Superkick. Yeah, that one. And I'm watching the Money in the Bank ladder match. This was the ultimate we don't have shit to do for our solo champions, our mid-card titles, because Jericho is the IC champ. He's in this match. MVP is the U.S. champ. He's in this match. Morrison is one half of the tag champs, and he's in this match. And also Mr. Kennedy is in this match. And they had Kim Kardashian interview him in the backstage before the match. 2008 oh, wow. was a wild time in wrestling.
0: yes it was
1: like all right so what we what we got next we got um uh, we got sammy and daniel out the way i'm assuming you're taking sammy i'm taking sammy yes okay so we both got sammy let's see what else we got here Vaccine titles yeah, I was gonna say, let's just go ahead since I mentioned Morrison, let's just go ahead and talk about the Smack Team. Ah, smack team. Wow. SmackDown tag team titles. As of now, it's a triple threat with Miz and Morrison against the Usos against the New Day. And let's make it a ladder match because why not, right? So who you got? Cause allegedly this match is going to end up being changed into I have no clue what. (laughs) But there's some issues surrounding everybody in the matchup or one particular person. You have some health concerns. So let's just say maybe it stays. Let's say it stays how it is. You have the triple threat, Ms. Morrison, Uso's New Day. If you're asking me, it's too soon to pull the titles off of Miz and Morrison. They just got them. They just reunited. They survived at Elimination Chamber. They just won them at Saudi like a month and a half ago. They're starting to hit their stride. You don't have any heel tag teams either on SmackDown because I'm looking at the roster right now. And as far why as why don't you have any heel tag teams, Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's shed some light <laughs> on that again. Why don't we have any heel tag teams? Because Vince six tag team wrestling, <laughs> and because they
0: completely have botched the revival since becoming to the main roster.
1: Yeah, like I'm looking at SmackDown's roster right now. Of the actual quote-unquote tag teams, you have the New Day, you have the B Team, you uh-huh. have. Technically speaking, you still have the revival. Let's see.
0: Uso's. Can we see – is it too soon to turn the New Day – I mean, I think the New Day heel is actually good, too. Is too. Can we turn the New Day heel without Xavier
1: being here? Yes, but why would you? You're literally printing money.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're they're literally printing money. I know they've expressed in their podcast they've missed the days where they can just actually – help people with pancakes and call them names and act like they want to fight kids they've said they missed those times. So I think, I think that could be something to help, um, to help things a little bit with not having any heels. And it, I mean, it would still carry
1: weight. I feel like if you're going to turn them heel, the best way to do it is have them lose this ladder match. And let's say like it's close, whatever they lose, they're upset. They get a rematch. They lose again. They get another rematch because you have no tag teams. And then they're about to lose and Xavier Woods runs out and just like takes a pipe or friend, uh, the trombone and just cold cocks Miz or Morrison one, two, three. There you go. And then they just go full Hill with it. And get their eighth title
0: reign. I mean, the other way to have other heel tag teams, is what you teed up earlier in the pod, and that's just reuniting Cesaro and Sheamus because they're, kind of just sitting on the same brand, just at arm's reach of one another, not doing anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, you brought Sheamus back. He literally nerfed Shorty G, nerfed Apollo, and we haven't seen him since. Right.
0: And the elephant in the room here with his tag team matches, and of course we don't, we're, this is not a spoiler show or anything like that, but it's been being reported that The Miz actually did not or is not going to compete at Mania due to the coronavirus concerns? Yeah. Um, Or he was actually sick himself. Right, he was sick. It it pissed the Usos off that he didn't say anything about being sick. So um, is this going to turn into a singles match of some sort? Maybe just one member of each team?
1: Yeah, I think it's allegedly going to turn into a triple threat. I'm not for sure. I'm sure this week on SmackDown coming up, they'll shoot an angle to make sense of it. But, yeah, allegedly the Miz showed up kind of under the weather, pissed off the Usos, and I think it may have pissed off the New Day as well, but it definitely pissed off the Usos, which led to a chain reaction, which we'll get to a little bit later.
0: Right. And it, and it, in that sense, um, and like you said, we're saying, I actually, I think they could have done so much more with John Morrison and his return, especially for fans who are not familiar with his work. Um I mean, it's growing on me, the whole Miz and Morrison thing. I've enjoyed the dirt sheets. Last week's SmackDown was hilarious when they dressed up like every other tag team in the division. That was money. (laughs) In an empty arena, that's how you do that, which was very entertaining. So, yeah, it might be too early to pull the titles off these guys because, I mean, I, I think the New Day and the Usos might be a little bit better if they're chasing the titles at this point, especially with Woods not being around.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying. And also, they just put the titles on them. Yeah. So.
0: It's more for Morrison than anything else. And anybody else in this whole match, it's more so to like build the profile of Morrison and have people see some of the cool st- things he does in the ring to kind of
1: get him back established. And also, he hasn't really too, too much aged in these 12 years because I'm looking at this Mania match now. He still kind of looks the same. Yeah. So, I mean, can't pull it. They just got it. Let's just keep it what it is and be happy with it. Right. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it to fix the issue of Miz allegedly being sick and causing some change. Right. (laughs)
0: Literally setting off the alarm there
1: you had one job Ms. one job
0: so we're both picking Ms. and morrison here um like we said we'll get some more clarity on how this is going to look saturday or sunday next friday so we got both tag titles out of the way women's title ic title
1: All right, so as you can hear, Mick Foley decided to just come in and interrupt the podcast, which means we're hitting the stop button. We're going to wrap this episode up. We got a lot more to talk about, as you can tell, because WrestleMania is, again, too big for one night. So we're about maybe halfway through the card. We discussed the SmackDown tag titles, the women's title on smackdown the possibility of the women's tag team titles we discussed the dirty mac and that is otis versus Dolph. we hit sammy zane and drew um, not drew mcintyre wow Sami zane and daniel bryan you know we got the we got the bottom part of the card out and we got the trash out too which you know said don't want to call it garbage but it's garbage okay nobody cares about Aleister black and bobby lashley will they tune in and turn in a banger of a match hopefully but no build Plus, we're still stuck on Bobby Casanova because... What? Gonna call Bobby Lashley Casanova? Yeah. Hey, WWE, you wrote it. You put it on your site. Your words, not ours. But nonetheless, we're hitting the stop button right now. We're gonna come back with part two of our Mania breakdown. We're gonna get into Styles and the Dead Man. We're gonna talk KO Seth Rollins and where do they go from there. You know, a few other things off the Mania card. Just, just, we're slowly working our way through it. It's a lot to get through, man. It's a lot to digest. We got Becky Lynch and Shayna and what could possibly happen there. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. So just bear with us. Sit back. You're going to get part two. There's going to be a third part two because, again, it's a lot. It's WrestleMania. It's the biggest show of the year, even if it's coming to you from the PC this year. Still the biggest show of the year. Still the granddaddy of them all. So we're going to work our way through these 16, 15 how many other matches we got? So just sit back, relax. This has been the Believe in NXT podcast. I'm your host, Jacob DeLawrence. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at underscore J Della. And of course, don't forget to follow said as well. At said underscore says. And that's said with 2 d underscore S-A-Y-S. Last but not least, Believe. The number one podcast network for professionals. Make sure you follow them. Do you believe? over 245 shows all you gotta do believe.com click on shows you're quarantined you need something to listen to you made it through Tiger King on Netflix and you're like what now? go check out one of the shows on the Believe Podcast Network follow them on Twitter as well at Believe Podcast Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V that is it I'm shutting up the music is playing it's getting me out of here it's time to go home sit back relax part 2 is coming at you real soon